Weisman's Bridge. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. I am Charlie James and here's the latest for Pembrokeshire. 62 new cases of coronavirus have been reported for the Hewell Dart region yesterday. 58 cases were found in Carmarthenshire, three here in Pembrokeshire and just the one in Ceredigion. The total for Carmarthenshire is 1,977, 239 in Ceredigion and 580 here in Pembrokeshire. Dr Robin Howe, Incident Director for the COVID-19 Outbreak Response at Public Health Wales, said We urge the public to stick to the rules which are vital to help us regain control of the virus to protect the NHS and save lives. Although national and local measures have made a difference, further action is needed. Cases continue to rise in Wales. Hospital admissions are increasing, including those into critical care. And sadly, so are the numbers of people dying from the virus. If you or a member of your household develops symptoms of the coronavirus, such as a cough, fever or change in sense of taste or smell, you must self-isolate immediately and book a free coronavirus test at gov.uk forward slash get hyphen coronavirus hyphen test or by calling 119. An empty plates protest was staged on Saturday outside the constituency offices of both Stephen Crabb and Simon Hart. The protests followed what Pembrokeshire People's Assembly described as the scandal of their free school meals votes. Due to the COVID restrictions, the protests were carried out by just two local protesters. However, the messages written on each of the plates were all sent in by local would-be protesters following a call-out on social media. Priscelli Pembrokeshire MP Stephen Crabb abstained from the vote while Simon Hart voted against extending the UK government's free school meals scheme for children in England. The protest comes following a flurry of announcements from pubs and restaurants around Britain stating that they have barred Tory MPs following their votes against protecting free school meals during school holidays, including two pubs in Fishguard which have now banned both Mr Crabb and Mr Hart for life. Mark Tierney, the former Labour Party parliamentary candidate for Pembrokeshire South, said time and again both local MPs have voted to cut the help available to those who need it most. Consistently, Simon Hart fails to recognise the extent of poverty in our communities. He has put his party and now his government job ahead of those who may have voted for him. A woman from Dorset accused of leaving her home intending to travel all the way to Glogger during the first coronavirus lockdown period is to have her case heard later this month. 47-year-old Jessica Silverlock of Blackberry Lane in Christchurch is accused of, on April 10th, being away from the place she was living during the emergency period without reasonable excuse. Clenetley magistrates heard on October 20th that Silverlock is charged with, after she was stopped on the A40 at Carmarthen, being unable to give a definitive answer to where she had been going. It is claimed Silverlock said she was en route to Glogger, North Pembrokeshire. Silverlock was not in attendance at the court and no plea has been entered. The case has been adjourned to November 12th. I'm Charlie James and you're up to date on Pure This is Pure West Radio, for Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire.
Pussycat Dolls on Pure West Radio. It's Monday evening and it's time for Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. Through until nine, we focus on the very best local sport from Pembrokeshire and beyond. Thank you. 
joining us. Hope you had a really good weekend. I know we live in uncertain times at the moment. It's good to join you on a Monday evening to talk sport and go through some of the latest stories impacting sport in Pembrokeshire and beyond. Haverford West County snatched a last-minute draw on the Bridge Meadow on Saturday against Barla. Bill Kahn was there, and Bill's going to join us to reflect on that very shortly. After eight, we get into the debate in the second half. Fraser Watson and Gordon Thomas will be with us as well. Fraser watched Swansea continue their good start to the season in the Championship with a 2-0 win at the Liberty Stadium against Blackburn. Of course, Wales were edged out at Parker Scarlet's 14-10 against Scotland, a first Scotland win on Welsh soil for 18 years. Sam Parry won his second cap, former Haverford West RFC player. We've actually got his mum, Julie, on the show in the first hour. Also, Angela Miles talks about disability sport in Pembrokeshire. And Fraser Watson's in conversation with Joe Price about women in sport here in the county. So plenty to come on Pure West Radio between now and eight o'clock. I'm really looking forward to getting into it this evening as well. You can get involved. Hashtag Pure West Sport on social media. And after eight, during the debate, we will be live on our Facebook page. Great to have your company tonight. This is Pure West Radio. Patch is the Pure West Radio chosen charity of the year. Pembrokeshire Action to Combat Hardship, founded in June 2008. They cover the whole of Pembrokeshire and have two basic banks that give food, clothing, small household items, toiletries, cleaning products and a baby bank that's in Milford Haven and Pembroke Dock. And three food banks, Haverford West, Begelly and Tenby. They also help the lives of families in the festive season with their Christmas toy appeal. Last year, Patch gave toys to over 950 children. Listen every Wednesday at 5.40 to the Patch Update to find out the latest news with our chosen charity of the year here on Pure West Radio. much to discover this year at Folly Farm and with a great value annual pass you get 12 whole months of family friendly fun. (laughs) Now you only have to visit more than twice in the year to start saving. How's that for value? You can also save 15% off standard day tickets when bought in advance online. Check out www.folly-farm.co.uk for more details. Zoo, barn, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm.
Celine Dion and Think Twice on Pure West Radio. It's Monday evening. I'm Ben Stone and this is Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. Well, let's talk to Bill Kahn for the first time this Monday evening about Haverford West County, who left it late to secure a 1-1 draw against Barla Town in the Cymru Premier on Saturday. Bill, it was a decent showing from Haverford West in the end. Haverford West had a good first half. If they had been ahead at halftime, I don't think Bala could have um, crumbled. They were in search of a double, having won at Bala, which was a shock because Bala hadn't lost a game. In fact, the only game they've lost in the league is to Haverford West at home. But Haverford West lost their shape in midfield in the second half. I was talking to Wayne Jones and he said, you know, Ballard manager uh, Colin Caton, who's another decent bloke, I spoke to him last night, he pushed his wing backs further up and it upset Hanford West with them. And I just felt like saying a goal is going to come, you know, and it, and it came in the 81st minute. And uh, you've seen it on telly on, on the highlights, I'm sure, well taken goal by Will Evans, who's the sort of pin up for uh, Ballard Town. He was with Cardiff, University, Cardiff Met before that, Newick. And uh, he scored a well-taken goal. And you think, oh, blame you're going to lose this late on like we did the week before at New Saints. But they kept pushing forward. And Jack Wilson has been given an, an enhanced contract this week in reward, as a reward for his superb play. He's been a star this year. He's only 19. He's very level-headed. Now, you picked him good. out when we, when we were previewing the game as well. You said uh, he'd, he'd be someone to, to really keep an eye on. And, and so it proved yeah. with that late goal. There were other, other people. Kieran Lewis played well and Gavin Scotcher and Corey Shepherd in midfield. Sorry, not Gavin. That's his dad, Elliot Scotcher. <laughs> and uh, one of those played the ball across. And Jack just took a touch and shot. I, I think the keeper might have saved it. I think he might have been a bit disappointed with that. But that was in the second minute of the four minutes added on by fourth official Bryn Markham-Jones. Dave Morgan, the ref, had a good game. One all. Was it two points lost or a point one in the circumstances? It's a point one. But you have to say... From the start of the season, Hanford West have grown into a very useful side there. Mm. Ball retention is much better. Um, Sean Pemberton's outstanding at the back with young Alaric Jones. And you look at the side now, and it's a side that's competing there. Absolutely. I think Wayne Jones echoed that. He, he said, uh, talking to you afterwards, that he, he'll need a, a bit of a break now to recover from these last two games. Because we mustn't forget, uh, they've, they've been to the New Saints, should have taken a point, that last minute winner for the New Saints, uh, who were the runaway leaders. But Barla goes second with that win. They're, they're no mugs themselves. So I know they in, in terms of testing themselves against two really good sides, the Bluebirds will take heart from the fact they've far from been disgraced. So they, they, they lie seventh now, just outside the, the positions you need to be in that top six when the league splits down, down the road, of course. Um, but in terms of moving forward, Wayne Jones must be quite pleased with, with the way these last couple of games have gone. Albeit, yeah, thinking, they could, albeit thinking they could have taken more from them. Yeah, Wayne's very honest. He told me at the start of the season he'd still say the same. Now, if they come 10th, he would be settling for that as a, the last alternative, as it were, just to stay in the division because it's so competitive. Don't forget, Ben, they're playing there now yesterday, um, Saturday, against a side that had Chris Venables, who's three times won the Golden Boot Award for... Mm. Uh, they they make up of their... I did a little bit of research. They make up of their 20 players. They're seven Welsh only, 10 English, one Scot, one Angolan, Portuguese, and one Spaniard. And, you know, they're very, very experienced. Their manager's been there for 17 years. He knows his stuff. And they, you know, they've been in Europe for seven of the last mm. eight years. Mm. So for Hanford West, and they're now playing, I think, with a calm assurance. Wayne's doing a brilliant job. And Mark Morrison is assistant. They certainly are. And now, now just, just 
explaining what happens after this because it, it is quite hard at the moment to look too far ahead. But uh, there's no game next weekend. Their next game is, is set to be on the 14th of November, mm-hmm. which will be away against uh, Kevin Druid to a bottom of the table. So that they, they'll go there thinking they can get a win if the match will be able to be played. Because as I say, yeah. it's hard to look too far ahead, but they should go there with some confidence. Yeah, there's no easy game though, Ben. I tell you, this division is a side that's packed with, I mean, in a way, some, a, a lot of money as well, because some of these players are from up north in particular. Uh, you, know, you look at the makeup of that team now that they played on Saturday. That was Ballard. A lot of the other teams have got very few Welsh mm. players. If you look at Connors Key and New Saints, you'd think you were in Liverpool with the accents of the guys there. So, you know, it's every game will be a battle. And um, I just think as long as they can keep going now, taking those points away, which is vital. Then won a game at home, they won two away, which is quite strange. Mm. But it's it's a side that's playing well. And I when when the crowds eventually come back, hopefully I hope people will come and support it because that was an entertaining game of quality football. Yeah, it certainly was. So uh, another decent point for the Bluebirds. Some really good match reaction uh, on Bill's website, pembrokeshiresport.co.uk. You can see what it's like to, to cover a game under slightly different circumstances at the moment. Bill's just going to stay with us for a few moments longer. We're going to look ahead to some of the interviews we've got coming up in this first hour of the show. It's Monday evening and this is Pure West Sport. <laughs>
Westlife and Uptown Girl on Pure West Radio. It's Monday evening. I'm Ben Stone. Welcome to Pure West Sport. On the way after eight on the second half, we've got three topics lined up to talk about. One of them, I think we'll get some discussion going. We're going to ask who is the greatest sports pundit of all time? And we'll take some of your suggestions via the Facebook page and on social media, hashtag Pure West Sport for that. In the meantime, we've got Bill Kahn with us and we've got some really good interviews to listen to in this first hour of the show from Pembrokeshire people doing a fantastic job in the world of sport. These are interviews that Bill, Fraser Watson and Gordon Thomas have done over the last week building up to our Monday evening show. And we're going to start in just a few moments, Bill, by actually hearing from the mum of the latest Welsh rugby debutant, that's Sam Parry, who's a former Haverford West RFC player. His mum, Julie, is going to talk about how proud she is to see her son make a Wales debut. One of the things I love about what we've started out is we're giving an eclectic experience to our listeners. And, you know, how often would radio stations have the mum of a Welsh international? But she's so proud, it comes over, it's a lovely interview with a warm lady who is so thrilled at her boy. Still, she's still, he's still her boy. That she sad she couldn't go, but her boy is now a Welsh international. And it comes over, Gordon's done a lovely job, he's a personal friend of the family. They're Prendergast people, and my word, do they all stick together there. So, um, you know, it's a really, really nice interview. I, I, I thought it was lovely. Well, we'll hear that very, very shortly. Also, before eight o'clock, uh, you've been talking to someone who I remember very well from our previous show, Bill. Um, so you're doing <laughs> yeah. great, great work in, in Pembrokeshire sport. That, that's Angela Miles. Yeah, if you mention disability sport in the same uh, sentence, you've got to have Angela Miles because although she plays down her part and she is a paid employee of uh, Disability Wales and the Pembroke County Council, she does it with a, a belief in what is right for people in inclusivity. I totally agree with all she says. She's not afraid to tell people off, which I love. She's told me off occasionally. but And she did disappoint me with this when I give her a big build-up in the start of the introduction, and I hope you've edited it out when he said, she said, thank you, Ben. <laughs> I was a bit put up by that. And so that After all these years, Bill, hey? I still got that charisma, mate. But <laughs> she's, she talks with a fervour, with a passion. And I, no one's irreplaceable, but she is a wonderful, wonderful ambassador. Right across Wales, everybody knows her with disability sport. She started things up. I was writing an article yesterday about Brian Millard, who does a great job with the new uh, Fishguard Thunderbolts, which they play football, but they're also a multi-sport event. They go off to a uh, team, they go off to multi-sport events. And she roped him in to do that. And it's hard to say no to Angela. So that's, and it's a lovely interview. Yeah, that's on the way before eight. And Fraser's been out and about talking to Joe Price about a scheme that's going to benefit cricket clubs in Pembrokeshire. Yeah, Joe jo is a multi-talented girl. She knows her stuff. There are very few people who can say they played outside half for Wales ladies rugby and in goal for Wales uh, ladies football in European games. Double international. And she, oh, and she kicks a ball. She got a kick like a mule. You see her taking three, uh, penalties or conversions and she is the best I've ever seen at that. She's involved with cricket as well now. She's promoting that. I know she's been involved up with Fraser's uh, club, Llanrian and others. And she's another one. Our theme this week, you don't have to be a, an A-level student to notice they're all ladies. And we are keen to promote that, aren't we? There's oh, absolutely. A body. And we'll have more ladies on, I can tell you that. I've already spoken to a very interesting young lady who's going to talk to us in a couple of weeks' time. 
So the three people on there are very special ladies, I can tell you that. Well, let's kick off with uh, Pure West Sports' Gordon Thomas talking to the mum of one of Wales' latest internationals from Pembrokeshire. Uh, Pembrokeshire rugby fans uh, last week would have been delighted to see Sam Parry gain his first cap for Wales on uh, against France. Uh, I'm here with his mum today just to have a quick chat of uh, what she thought of uh, her, her son's big day. Uh, Julie, where did you actually watch the game? Obviously, there was no spectators. Hello, everybody. Um, I watched the game at, at home here with... Um, Sam's brother Thomas. It was indescribable how I felt. Such an emotional time. It, it it was. I wish his grandfathers could be here to have seen, but I'm sure they're looking down. Yeah, oh, too right. Phil and Elric, is it Elric? That's yeah. Elric, Elric, your Elric dad, Evans and, and uh, Phil, Phil, Phil Parry. Yeah, I remember the both characters, and they yes, loved their rugby. They yeah, did. It, I'm sure they were looking down on Sam. He came on after a half an hour, and to be fair, he had a really good game, I thought, uh, Juliet. Did yes. you think he perform well? Yes, he did. He didn't look out of place there. No. Um, I, I was so proud to see him coming out and just. Doing what he does best, rugby. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of uh, reaction on social media as well, Julie, uh, and the community of Prendigus, all wishing him well. Uh, and I'm sure you're thankful for all their well wishes for your boy. I am, and I'm so pleased that I've got the chance to thank everybody. Prendigus, as you know, is a close-knit community. They, they've been fantastic and the support throughout Pembrokeshire has been absolutely amazing and it's made this lockdown more bearable knowing that um, friends are messaging me and FaceTiming when the game was on so we did our best. Yeah I know it was a defeat at the end of the day but that, that doesn't uh, matter really. No. Um, I thought um, you know you and I have been walking the dogs for years and we've often bumped into each other and I, I thought at one point Poor old Sam, he'd been in a few squads in the past yes. and I thought he'd missed the boat. And I don't know what your feelings were on that at that particular time. Well, we were all resigned to the fact that, yes, that was it. He'd missed his chance, so to speak. But this came as a like a bolt out of the blue and a, a wonderful bolt. Oh, yeah, I mean, Sam is such a quiet sort of lad, but I know he, I remember watching him as a young lad playing Prendergast Junior School with my son. I remember him playing for Harford West, and then for him to go to College Cigar and then get picked for the Welsh under-20s. He's had quite a journey, and he started off in the back row, Julie, and he had to That's switch right. positions. So that transition has worked out in his favour. Yes, yes, it has. Obviously, Hooker is, is a pretty tough position to play by, but he, he d did it. He turned his hand to it and trained and worked hard, and he got to, he got to where he is now. Do you realise that Sam has played 99 games for the Ospreys? So for him playing for Wales, he missed out on having the 100th game. What do you feel about that? Well, that is... Now, what is the chances of that happening? <laughs> I'm sure he won't mind. Playing for Wales. <laughs> playing for Wales, his dream. And I, I'd like to thank the WRU have been so supportive throughout this. I've got a direct telephone number 
to them that um, if I need anything or want to know anything or worried about something, they're there. And they did do a Zoom contact to watch him receiving his cap. Did he have his cap off then, Jill? Who did you know who he had his cap off? Gethin Jenkins. He had it. Gethin Jenkins. My word. It looked like they were having a right old giggle and laugh in the changing rooms from what I could see on Zoom. But that was lovely. Um, The WRU said, said, you know, it's making the best out of a bad job with this virus. And because I would have loved to have been, well, all, all all of us. Family, yeah, family and yeah. friends uh, would have loved we would have been sitting in that stadium had it not have been COVID. Yeah. But the WRU made, made it more bearable and adapted and changed things. So I did actually see him get his cap, which was amazing. Well, thank you, Julie, for that. I really, uh, you know, that was fantastic. I, I was over the moon to see him get his cap as well. I'm sure he'd go on to have many more caps and thank you to sp- uh, for speaking to me today. That's lovely. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, again for all your support. Fantastic interview. Gordon Thomas from Pure West Sport talking to Julie Parry, the mum of Pembroke's Sam Parry, who, of course, made his Wales debut in Paris last Saturday and was involved again as a replacement at Parker Scarlets in the defeat against Scotland on Saturday. A, a fantastic achievement for him to make his Wales debut and let's hope he stays in that squad now going forward. It is Monday evening, it's Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone. Still to come, Bill Kahn in conversation with Angela Miles does a fantastic job promoting disability sport in Pembrokeshire. Looking forward to hearing that. And Fraser Watson finds out about a, a really interesting scheme that will help Pembrokeshire cricket clubs and from eight, we've got the second half and we've got some lively debate coming up. You can get involved as well using the hashtag Pure West Sport and we'll be live on the Pure West Radio Facebook page as well. Thanks for being with us tonight. Monday evening, this is Pure West Radio. The Helping Hand Initiative on Pure West Radio, supported by the Port of Milford Haven. Milford Marina looks so much better when you're dining at the Harbour Master, a friendly and relaxing atmosphere offering homemade food, handcrafted cocktails, and a refreshing wine list. Enjoy a light bite, indulge in a juicy burger, or some freshly cooked fish dishes. Whatever you like, the Harbour Master has it for you. Serving lunch and dinner Monday to Saturday, and yes, of course, a roast on Sundays. Book by ringing 01646 695 493 or send them a message on Facebook. The Harbour Master, Milford Marina. I'm just not feeling it. I need something more glamorous. Have you tried Image by Vanessa? Sorry, who? Image by Vanessa at Milford Waterfront. They have an amazing choice of gorgeous women's wear with professional stylists who can help find the perfect outfit. Oh, wow. What about special occasions? Oh, yes. Image by Vanessa has one of the largest local choices for mother of the bride, cruises and balls. There's no need to go anywhere else. So that's why you always look so fabulous. Thanks. I know where I'm going next. For finer fashion on your doorstep, stroll in store at Milford Waterfront or visit the Facebook page. The Helping Hand Initiative on Pure West Radio in association with the Port of Milford Haven. (laughs) Oh, Loch Myler Farm Ice Cream. 
handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm. Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana, blackberry, chocolate, coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the Riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Loch Myler Farm Ice Cream. See the action live from our studios in Haverford West at purewestradio.com and on our Facebook page, Pure West Radio. This is Pure West Radio. Time goes by so slowly. Time goes by so slowly. Time goes by so slowly.
Madonna and hung up on Pure West Radio. It's Monday evening. I'm Ben Stone. This is Pure West Sport. On the way from eight, it's the second half where we look at some of the latest sporting stories in a bit of depth with Bill Kahn, Gordon Thomas and Fraser Watson on our panel as always. Fraser's been busy today uh, tweeting and writing in the Western Telegraph all about the fact that Pembroke's football sides can return to action from the 9th of November. We reported on Pure West Radio today the announcement from the Welsh Government regarding the set of national restrictions that will come into force when the current firebreak ends and the FAW have confirmed that football activity will resume at phase three from next week. That was confirmed in a letter to all clubs that operate below tier one which is the JD Cymru Premier. The FAW said this will mean that friendly matches can resume for all levels of football. The removal of local lockdowns will ensure that no restrictions will be placed on players of any age participating in training or matches. Volunteers facilitating football opportunities will also be able to travel to support football activity. Now, this will come as great news for football clubs in Pembrokeshire and beyond. However, it won't be simple because the rule of 30 will still apply. And that means there'll be a limited number of players allowed to be in each squad. So you'll get the starting 11 and maybe just one or two substitutes. So long awaited, but certainly not going to be simple. We'll talk on the second half, all about that and and how it will impact football clubs in Pembrokeshire. Is this a sensible move? Is it good news? Is it going to be a nightmare to actually stick to that rule of 30? There's so much to come out of this announcement from the uh, Welsh Government today. We'll have more on that after 8 o'clock. But right now, in this first hour of Pure West Sport, we hear from all sorts of different people who make up the sporting landscape in Pembrokeshire and beyond. And Fraser Watson caught up this week with Joe Price. Now, Joe, you'll know, is a a really good pundit uh, with BBC Wales covering some of the Wales women's football matches. This interview was actually recorded before the Wales side played their two recent qualifiers. Fraser and Joe started by talking about some potential good news on the horizon for cricket clubs in Pembrokeshire. Okay, so cricket has very much been the focal point of of sport in Pembrokeshire this summer and the Pembrokeshire Youth Series has got involved as well, not so much on the playing side but by helping local clubs in other means. I've got with me here Joe Price and she's going to explain a bit more about the Cam Nessa project and, and what they've been doing. Joe, what have your young charges been up to? Um, so we've um, we've created a trade skills community programme. So it's an eight-week programme um, funded by Cam Nessa, a European-funded project um, that helps young people gain skills in, in different trades. Uh, they, we've been working closely with Celtic Training in Narbeth and um, the young people are, are out and about now in the community and they've learnt how to build benches. Um, so we're donating those to cricket clubs across the county then. And which clubs have you visited so far? Um, so we visited Criselli and uh, Crimich Cricket Club and obviously now Llanrian, which is great, close to home. So you've gone to Criselli, one of the premier venues in the county, <laughs> to two of the more rural ones, <laughs> Crimich and Llanrian, But <laughs> Yeah, that's right. We're trying to get out and about across the county as much as possible. And it's a great opportunity for the young people to, to see different parts of the county as well um, especially during these tough times exactly and what's the response been of cricket clubs because obviously it's worth mentioning that you're donating these benches you're not asking for any any kind of payment or anything like that that's so- right yeah i mean it's um we, we've had a really good response and i think that all the clubs are grateful and um we're grateful as well for the young people to be able to have that opportunity and i know that they've really uh, taken this on board and and 
really made the most of it, which is great. Excellent. You've also, as well as making benches, you've been putting them to work as well, haven't you? A bit of other jobs and painting and things like that. Yeah, they've, um, like I said, throughout the eight-week programme, um, they, they, they've been doing various things. They've been uh, learning about different trades, like I said, with plumbing, yeah. block work. We're doing a bit of painting and decorating. It just gives them an opportunity. So taking those skills to help the local cricket clubs essentially That's right. work they need to do. Yep, and, and local communities as well. So we like to get out and about as much as possible. And, um, yeah, they, they've really done well. They've really enjoyed it. Excellent. I know as well as that, you've been busy on other fronts as well, obviously. <laughs> um, well-renowned for a long career with is it Welsh Football International, Wales Women, more a recreational cricketer these days, I know. But, <laughs> um, but you, you've recently gone into punditry and been on television. I know you're on radio coming up as well for the Wales Women's side. How are you yeah. finding that part of it? Yeah, really good. It's really interesting. I mean, it's um, obviously when it came to the end of my career, and I love football, I love I love all sports. So to, I feel really privileged, actually, to be able to do that and to, to be involved in the BBC that way. On a serious note, is there any kind of awkwardness you have to get over? Because obviously you're you're analysing girls who you were teammates with, who you know very well. The nature of being a pundit is you have to be critical sometimes and you do have to be honest. That's right, um, and especially in the last game, um, it was it was deemed to be a goalkeeping error that cost us... Yes, uh, yeah, ironically for points, you, yeah. So a, critical, a few critical points. But yeah, I mean, you know, it, it is great, it is tough uh, with ex-teammates, but you know, it's something that we've, we've got to do and moving forward, it's, it's really exciting, good opportunity. Obviously, you played for Wales through a number of years when maybe the you know they weren't as adequately funded compared to the men's teams they are now. Mm-hmm. There probably wasn't much as focus on the Wales women's teams there should have been in your time. Is it pleasing for you to look at it now and see how that has maybe improved, or is that more frustrating? That no, you, you... no, it's it, it's it's brilliant to see and the opportunities for girls coming through now to be able to play at the highest level and you know it, it's a lot more professional. We've got the majority of the Wales squad now that are a full-time athlete. So no, it, it's great to see and. and um, I look forward to watching the team progress and seeing seeing the game grow. And of course, um, Jane Ludlow is in a superb job with Wales, really progressed them. And there is a chance now of qualification from this group for the European Championships. It looks like a playoffs, the most likely spot. But yeah. three games to go, three home games. Do you back them from here? Definitely, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of fight and a lot of spirit in that squad. And uh, Jane does a fantastic job pushing them forward. And with the experience that we've got now with Jess Fishlock, with Anne Howard James, Helen Ward, Tash Hardin. Yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful and uh, I think going to be an exciting three games. And you mentioned Howard James there, obviously a fellow Pembrokeshire girl. She's mm. closing on 100 caps. That'll be a fantastic achievement when she reaches out and still so young as well. Yeah, that's she? right. I, I can't wait to see her reach 200 caps. <laughs> yeah, cool. Well, good to hear from you, Joe, and keep up the good work with the project. Cool, thank you, Fraser. No Pure West Radio's Fraser Watson talking to Joe Price. I'm really pleased to tell you that Joe is going to be joining us live after eight on Pure West Sports as part of the second half. We're going to be talking about women's football in particular. Uh, there used to be a women's league in Pembrokeshire. Uh, there isn't any more. Why is this? What can we do to actually get more girls playing football in Pembrokeshire? Is it realistic to think that women's team sport can compete with their uh, male counterparts in a county like Pembrokeshire? I think absolutely. And will be interesting to hear the views of Jo when she joins us uh, alongside Fraser, Gordon Thomas and uh, Bill Kahn after 8 o'clock live on Pure West Radio. Looking forward to that. Still to come, before then, we're going to hear Bill Kahn in conversation with Angela Miles, who does outstanding work covering disability sports in Pembrokeshire. And don't forget, you can always get involved on a Monday evening as well using our social media. We'll be live on the Facebook page after 8, and you can get involved using the hashtag Pure West Sports. It's Monday evening, it's Pure West Radio, and we're here with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk.
It's the beautiful South on Pure West Radio, sounding good for a Monday evening. I'm Ben Stone with Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. After eight, we do the second half. We're live on the Pure West Radio Facebook page and we've got some great topics coming up for the second half and I'll run you down some of those in just a few moments. But as always in the first hour, we focus on some of the brilliant people who play their part in making Pembrokeshire a fantastic sporting county and Bill Kahn's been talking to an old friend who does sterling work for disabled sportsmen and women in the county. If you wanted any information or wanted to discuss any matters to do with disability sport in Pembrokeshire, there's only one lady to go from, Fishcard Angela Miles. And it's lovely to talk to you. It must be a difficult time for you. Yeah, it has been a very difficult time, Bill. Um, not just for me, but for everybody involved in disability sport. Because, you know, like with everything, you know, things have been on stop. Mm. The problem is that that's the case, but the good thing is that you're on the button, you know what's going on, you know the things that have been you know, praiseworthy in the last six months despite the pandemic, and also the targets for the future, hopefully when this gets better. So let's look at a bit of good news first. Anything that you could say in that time you've been pleased about? Well, um, obviously one of the programmes we're working on is in-sport clubs, so we try and get as many clubs mm. in Pembroke involved in our programme. And at the beginning of the pandemic, we were celebrating the special needs of Gymnastics Club, who received the Innsport Gold Award. That's the first one. First one in Pembrokeshire, Bill. Mm. Absolutely 
Fantastic. I know you play down your part, but I have to say, and others would agree with it, like your boss Ben Field and Alan Jones who works with you, that you are totally committed to seeing that people with any disability at all can have access to sport. It really is a taking part, not being pushed aside, but is inclusive. Yes, having that opportunity, no matter how far they want to take that opportunity, whether it's just to be participate at community level or go on to represent, it's giving them the chance. Mm. And the living proof of that, sadly, he's passed away now was our friend uh, Jacob Thomas because you saw him go to the Paralympics and, and like me that was beyond your dreams really Oh absolutely I've got so much that I owe to Jacob mm. and Mike and, and Caroline and the family like he was only 10 years of age when I first met him through through my role he was already playing botcher mm. then and you know, the growth on his journey and to be part of that was absolutely an honour. Mm, yeah, indeed. And never forget seeing him in the Paralympics, of course. So what about moving forward? What are your plans afoot with that? Well, obviously, you know, we're, we're trying to create as many opportunities as possible. We've got um, athletes now that are on the elite stage. Look, look mm. at Lily Rice, although she oh. might not have started her her wheelchair um her involvement with that yeah with WCMX yeah. through through that but she did start as a swimmer through disability sport mm. sport Wales and she's also said to me she'd be interested in doing a bit of wheelchair racing moving forward. Mm. And a great ambassador for you exactly, isn't she? Exactly, exactly. You know, she's mm. there, she is going out and promoting the sport to all these youngsters that she's finding yeah. all over oh, all aye. over the place. Aye. And like you, she's a feisty youngster, it's brilliant, isn't it? Um, and one of the things that I've always loved is coming to your football festivals. We've brought in people from Bridge End, Swansea, Aberystwyth, all over. Um, they've been a huge success as well. Oh, definitely, and and with Clabston Road, I've got to mention Clabston Road because they they've now formed Clabby Warriors. Mm. So Clare Warriors have now gone over to Clabston right. Road. They yeah. train there. Coaches have always been involved, mm. and, and that journey is great. And also Fishcut Sports, what they're doing with Brian Millard and the Thunderbolts mm. here. It's fantastic. Yeah, isn't it? and yeah. even um, Clagetti, Clagetti FC are on the InSport program now. So. Mm. It's good. And, it, you know, let's give it a sort of a chance for other clubs who perhaps might not know, but I doubt if they don't know with you. But if anyone wants to go on to InSport, where they've got to show that they are an inclusive club, we're encouraging youngsters who have a f- facility for any age who have a disability. Uh, what do they do? Yeah, just get contacted myself through through Sport Pembrokeshire, um, and I'm there to assist them on the journey. I'm there as someone yeah. to help them, not to tell them what, what they're right. not doing. I'm there yeah. to, and look at what these individuals can do. You know, let's look at the can do instead of they can't do, they can, you know. Yeah. Well, you've always followed that philosophy anyway. Anything else? Uh, I could talk to you all day, but anything else you think is worth a mention? Well, yeah, we've got some great initiatives going on through the schools at the moment. We've got a scheme we go in and deliver to Year 5 primary schools. And um, there's a new product called a leadership programme in secondary schools. Fantastic. You know, and that's aimed at pupils with a learning disability. Mm-hmm. At the moment, Good. we haven't got any young ambassadors with a learning disability and why not that'll come won't it yeah, that will come well listen as usual it's lovely to talk to you I could talk to you all day because I really think without patronising you you do a brilliant job so Ange we're going to be talking to you again on Pure West Radio over the time whether you like it or not I'm going to plague you when things are going on so thanks for talking to us oh, thank you Bill it's great Bill Kahn in conversation with Angela Miles who does sterling work for disabled sportsmen and women here in Pembrokeshire I'm Ben Stone you're listening to Pure West Sport we've got the second half coming up after 8 I'll let you know some of the 
topics we're going to be covering in the next hour of the show. You can get involved. Don't forget, hashtag Pure West Sport. And we're going to be live on the Pure West Radio Facebook page after eight o'clock this evening. I'm here, just like I said Though it's breaking every rule I've ever made My racing heart is just the same Why make it strong to break it once again? And I'd love to say I do Give everything to you But I can never now be true So I say Think I better leave right now Before I fall any deeper I think I better leave right now Feeling weaker and weaker Somebody better show me how Before I fall any deeper I think I better leave right now So please explain Why you're opening up a healing wound again I'm a little more careful Perhaps it shows But if I lose the highs At least I'll spare the lows And I would trample in your arms What could be the harm? Feel my spirit come So I say I think I better leave right now Before I fall any deeper I think I better leave right now Feeling weaker and weaker Somebody better show me out Before I fall any deeper I think I better leave right now Explain. I couldn't bear to lose you again. Think I better leave right now before I fall any deeper. I think I better leave right now. I'm feeling weaker and weaker. Somebody better show. Will Young and Leave Right Now on Pure West Radio. Monday evening, it's Pure West Sport. I'm Ben Stone. Some of the headlines from the last few days. Well, last night at Parker Scarlet, a scrappy Pro 14 Group B game ended 6-3 to Edinburgh. Gareth Bale was the hero for Tottenham. He came off the bench to score the winner for Spurs against Brighton. His first goal since his return to the club. 
former Swansea man Joe Roden was an unused sub for Spurs. And after that disappointing defeat to Scotland on Saturday, I'm sure we'll touch on that after eight o'clock, Wales have dropped to eighth in rugby's world rankings. Scotland leapfrogged them into seventh, France go fourth and South Africa lead the way. Now on the way after eight, it's the second half with G&G Builders. Find out more at PembrokeshireBuilders.co.uk. With me will be Bill Kahn, Gordon Thomas and Fraser Watson. And we'll be joined by top pundit and former Wales international Joe Price to talk football and specifically the future of the women's game here in Pembrokeshire. Will it ever be able to compete with the men's game? And what does the future look like for women's football? Because the Wales national side are doing pretty well. They're in contention for the European Championships, as we spoke about on the show on Saturday. We've got Joe joining us to get into that subject. We'll also remember JJ Williams, the former Wales and British Lion who passed away last week. Of course, talking about his illustrious rugby career, but also looking at the fact that he became a top broadcaster as well. And to commemorate that we'll be asking who is the greatest sports broadcaster of all time that's on the way plus a look at how the changes to the COVID-19 regulations will impact the return of football in Pembrokeshire that's all on the way after we get the latest news it's nearly eight o'clock 